Hey, baby, this is Little Steven. You are listening to Appetite for Distortion on iHeartRadio. Do you know where you are? Do you know where you are? is Appetite for Distortion. And welcome to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode 120. It is Brandon, very, very special guest coming up momentarily Little Steven, Steven Van Zant, yes, the legendary guitarist from the E Street Band, actor extraordinaire from The Sopranos, Lily Hammer. We're going to be talking about his brand new record, Little Steven and the Disciples of Soul. Yes, they are back. New album, Summer of Sorcery. And, you know, I'm going to get some GNR questions in there as well. After the interview, we'll do some uh, shotgun news, talk about some. GNR and podcast related things. You know how we do it. But why waste any more time? I believe Stephen's on the line now. Hello. Hello, Stephen. Yeah, Brandon. Yes, pleasure to speak with you. Yeah, you too, man. You're a man of many names. Do I call you Stephen? <laughs> Little Stephen? Mr. E Street? What do you prefer? <laughs> Stevie's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie, great. You know, last year I had Roy Orbison Jr. on the on the phone. And he, of course, talking about his dad's hologram. And for someone like me who never got a chance to see Roy Orbison, that's wow. great. And I think I think he's going on tour with a Buddy Holly hologram. But wow. you also have a hologram. Unless I'm mistaken, you're okay, right? You're not leaving us soon. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it, but rumor has it there is a hologram of me in the Newark airport. Yeah, somewhere. I I, I don't know. No, I, haven't, I haven't actually seen it yet, but... Uh... Yeah, that's kind of weird, right? Oh, that's that, that's funny. I wasn't expecting that. So you haven't even seen it. I assume they have your permission to, to use well, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, they filmed it quite a while ago, you know, and uh, I forgot all about it, to tell you the truth. Oh, okay. But, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I, I haven't actually seen it yet. So. Oh, do you? That's yeah, interesting. We'll get, we'll get there eventually, yeah. I didn't know if you were cloning yourself because you're working so much. Of course, uh the new record and you're busy and acting and everything else. So I didn't know if you were, you know, kind of make yourself a clone of yourself or whenever you do retire. Geez, that would be nice. I'd love to be five different people. I'll tell you the truth. You know, uh, there's so much work I'm never going to get around to, but, uh, yeah, we try to stay busy, man. I mean, this new record is, is, is exciting for me. It's a big breakthrough. It's the first record I've ever done that was not political, that was not autobiographical. It's all fictional and fun, and it's like 12 little movies. I get a chance to play a different character in each one, you know, and uh, and uh, it's very different for me, very different, and uh, a whole new rebirth, really. Uh, Disciples of Soul now sticking with me. Uh, the first time in my life I've done two records in a row with the same band, you know, both Soulfire and, and, and Summer of Sorcery, uh, uh, have been the same guys and and, and, and girls, and, and they're on the road again with me this year. And uh, that that consistency is really unusual these days, and 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 really rewarding, you know. Uh, so I'm, I'm having a really good time. 
Yeah, it's it's been since 1999, since the last uh, Disciples of Soul record. Is that true? Is that a fact? Yeah, yeah, it's been a uh, long time. You know, I, I you know, and I started acting, and, and then uh, and then Bruce put the band back together, and, and I didn't realize it myself that 20 years had gone by. So uh, I'm glad I spent these last couple of years, you know, reestablishing my thing and you know, uh, just reconnecting to my own work and, and, and reconnecting an audience to it. And uh, and now we're going to continue to do it forever. You know, uh, I will balance my thing with the Disciples of the Soul, with the E Street Band. You know, we'll see what Bruce wants to do next year uh, and and, uh, and then get back on TV also. So those, those three things will be, you know, I'll find some kind of balance between the three things. Okay. Uh, since you've been working for so long and you just mentioned having everything that you've done, having two records back-to-back -back with the same band, which is uh, kind of fascinating because all the good relationships that you've made. So many people want to work with you. Is there anyone that you want to work with that has yet to happen? Because I can't imagine you asking and someone turning you down. <laughs> well, I don't really have time to you know, produce very often. It, it's like a vacation when I get a chance to produce a record. You know, uh, There's so much fun. And uh, and I and I'm you know I'm I'm still getting better at it to be honest you know I mean you know I I I've never felt really better than I than I than these last couple of records I've made uh, you know coming back to producing with Darlene Love a few years ago the introducing Darlene Love album was a a big moment for me to uh, to come back into the into the business in, in that way because I just been so busy doing other things so. Uh, you know, the most of the artists that I would have liked to have worked with, you know, are mo you know, mostly kind of gone. I, I wish I had more, you know, I wish 10, 20 years ago I'd spent more time working with 50s and 60s artists while they were still around. And it's such a, it's so rewarding to work with a Gary U.S. Bonds or a Darlene Love, you know. Um, and and I, we reunited the Coasters and Drifters and Five Satins with, on the Southside Johnny records and, brought back Ronnie Spector and Lee Dorsey and uh, I just love those artists and working with them because they were different 50s and 60s artists were very very different than artists today I mean you, you know they just um, back then there was no gimmicks no tricks mm -hmm. you actually had to have talent <laughs> you know that was a, You're right. a very different criteria <laughs> I, I listen to Chuck Berry on a daily basis Little Richard on a daily basis Buddy Holly so I'm with you and that's why you, you <laughs> Your new song gave me that feel, uh, Superfly Terraplane, off the the new record. It gave me that old school feel, and uh, I guess to someone that is still around, thankfully, because uh, uh, I got some questions for you from fans, and I know we don't have too much uh, too much time. Uh, somebody who has that old school feel uh, that's still playing is Slash, that's still around. Uh, did you? I was told that you met him last summer at a festival in Amsterdam. Flash, yeah, yeah. Um, I've known him for years, and uh, he showed up with his kids. Uh, I, I don't know if he was on vacation or, or if they were touring or, or what. Now that I think about it, um, yeah, he came to a uh, once in a while. I DJ, you know, I, I, uh, Hard Rock. Uh, the Hard Rock Cafe has been my sponsor of, of my radio show for many years, and so uh, I, I do I, 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 on days off. I'll DJ at, at, at Hard Rocks around the world. And Slash came to one of them, and uh, yeah, you know, just a great guy. He's just a, he's just a really not only talented guy, but he's a really great guy. Okay, uh, is he someone that you've wanted to to work with or have worked with in the past? 
No, no, I have never worked with them really. Like I say, I, I don't, I don't. You know, it would probably be in in the in the uh, area of, of of production, and and uh, I just don't have any time for that. You know, now that I'm doing my own thing again, you know, and, and once in a while I'll I'll do a single for somebody on my label, you know, because we have we have a record label, you know, but. Uh, I you know I'd love to do a single you know with with, with Slash or, or you know or a lot of people I mean you know you can you know you can find time maybe for a song you know or, right but but you know albums you know you just don't have the time anymore I I had the similar conversation with uh, Carmine Peace because his like, he re-released a new record with there's like a new person or different person in every track and I just I love that because you're right before we lose these people uh, it's just to, to get the music out there. You know, even if it is just a song, you know, so I'm grateful that, you know, obviously you're still around despite the, the hologram. I was like, uh-oh, you know, is he, is he planning for something? <laughs> uh, so tell us how long, because I know you haven't been working on the new record since 1999. So when did you decide to make it and how long was the process? No, no. Well, we, there was an album in between uh, three, three years ago now, it's okay. in, I guess in September. Uh, I, just a purely, I, I wasn't planning on it. I, I, I really hadn't thought about it at all. I did the five records in the '80s, and I, and I was fine with that. I said I kind of said what I wanted to say, and I learned what I wanted to learn, and I did what I wanted to do. And I, you know, it's kind of done. Um, you know, start acting again. Bruce puts a band back together, and 20 years goes by, and suddenly, a guy three years ago says to me, uh, "Why don't you throw a band together and play my blues festival?" And I said, "Wow, I haven't done that in a couple of decades. Uh, let me let me let me let me give it a shot." So I assembled a band that I had mostly met during the Darling Love album, you know, Mark Ribbler and, and and the others, and uh, and I and started going through some of my old songs, and and I was quite surprised, man. It was like a revelation to me how well the stuff held up and how it kind of had become its own genre through the years, and and, and this rock meets soul thing is. Was was unique back then, and it's unique now. And I thought to myself, you know, this is this is this stuff has value. So let me do it. And it felt like an album right away. But I said, you know, you know, I, I'm not really ready to write a whole new album. I haven't done that in a long time. Let me let me do an album of covers. So I did an album of, of songs I had written for other people, and uh, and that was the Soul Fire album of two years ago. Now. Gotcha, right? Uh, and so I, you know, and, and we've been on that Soul Fire tour ever since with the same band and uh, the band just keeps getting better and better because we, we managed to keep it together and so we went in and, and by the end of the soul fire tour i started writing again first time in, in first original material in, in 20 years and uh and, and so slowly the summer of sorcery album got written and uh and we did it last last fall and uh and now we're gonna keep it together man because now you know now i'm i'm back in that in that mode and, and um and I'm very proud of this record because it's the first record I've done that was not autobiographical and not political. I wanted to do a fictional, a bunch of little fictional movies, you know, and 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 be a different character in each one. And 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 I managed to get that done. So I'm very happy. It's a big artistic breakthrough for me, and and it gives me a whole new rebirth, you know, for the future. If you can give us one movie, aka song, to really look forward to on the new record, what would that be? Well, there's, uh, there's, 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 I don't know if you remember the black exploitation period of the early 70s. Oh, yeah. You Shaft. know, Shaft and Superfly and those kind of things. Blackula. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 right. 
Well, we have one like that on the record called called Vortex. Cool. And and uh, and, and that's something to look forward to. It's like it's like a it's like a little bit of a, a movie from the early seventies. So, uh, but but every song on the record is 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 is, is a little something uh, like that. You know, uh, where you you know I, I play a different character in each one and different age groups and. You know, Superfly Terraplane, I'm playing a 17-year-old kid, you know, saying to the baby boomers, you know, you messed up the world, now get out of the way and let us take it over. You know, let it, let us fix this thing. Right you on. Know? Uh, you know, so there's those kind of things. You know, different. it's a lot of fun. Different. Uh, love Again is a guy who, you know, who you know got burned in love and travels all over the world trying to distract himself and realizes he can't get a, he can't get away from the addiction of love, so he's ready to give it another try. And, and that, that, you know, that kind of thing. And, and you know, it's all fun and, and, and like I say, fictional. And, and it really is liberating because, you know, every, it's not life and death, every single word. You know what I mean? It's, just, it's, much more, it's much more fun. Sure. Well, thank you, Stevie, so much for your time. Looking forward to all the new record and all the new projects coming out. You're an inspiration to a lot of people and, and from one radio guy to another. You know, thanks for the job you're doing with uh, the Underground Garage as well. Thank you for your time. Thank you, my friend. My pleasure.